0: Is it even possible to sell with confidence as a sensitive introvert? And how can you do it in a way that takes less energy? In this podcast episode, I'm going to be sharing my journey with selling with you. You're listening to Quietly Ambitious with conversations about how it really feels to build a business that honors your whole self unapologetically. And that includes who you are, how you feel, what you really desire, the impact that you want to create, and importantly, the money you want to make. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, and my superpower is supporting sensitive and ambitious humans to make more money by fully expressing and owning all of who they are. Let's dive in. Hi, and welcome back to the second of two short and sweet and juicy episodes to kickstart the next part of this season of the podcast. There's going to be weekly episodes coming from Thursday. It feels really good to be back. I know I've been on an extended break, but I'm finally feeling connected with the podcast again. So again, what you're about to hear was originally part of a free five-day mini course. So if you hear me making any references to that, that is why, um, but yeah, enjoy. Here is, here is um, my advice and the things I have done to become confident with selling as a sensitive introvert and importantly also to make selling less effortful and more easeful, so enjoy. So let's dive in. How I sell with confidence as a sensitive introvert. So you've seen me showing up all week. <laughs> you may have been wondering, how does she do it? Especially when I'm inviting you into my group program and work with me one-to-one. Um, And this is a little insight into how it happens. So number one is I I constantly work on reframing my beliefs around selling. And I think it was day two where we did that visualization about what it feels like to find your right person and buy something from your right person, right? So you've all had a little taste of how it actually gets to be exciting for people who buy from you. So that's one thing that I invite you to tune into as much as possible. And throughout my journey as an entrepreneur, I've also always trusted that just because something feels uncomfortable doesn't mean that it's wrong and doesn't mean that I can't do the work to get comfortable with it. And the thing is, like, I have a lot of experience selling online. I have sold online for 14 years now at the time of recording this, since 2008. I have a lot of experience with it but it doesn't mean I still don't get wobbly about it, right? There's still times when I feel like I'm taking up too much of people's time by selling on a live thing. There's still part of me that thinks I'm taking up too much of people's time, sending them too many emails. There's people, there's some times when I think people are gonna get sick of what I have to say. So I have to decide again and again to tune into this idea that actually my right people wanna hear about what I have to say. And even if they're not interested in buying, they will, they get to choose not to read it or to stay subscribed and wait till I'm not selling the thing. Right. And they're not going to hate me for selling the thing. Um, there are lots of other things I could say about reframing here and lots of exercises I could take you through. I have a whole thing about it, which if you ever sign up to work with me and rest and rise or as a client, um, you would get access to that. But that's the crux of it. Always getting clear to yourself. What am I believing here? And how do I get to reframe that? Um, And actually, what I'm going to share for number four actually really comes into this as well. So wait till the end and listen to number four for another kind of a big reframe that I'm going to give you. Okay, so number two, trusting my own decisions and making decisions ahead of a launch. So obviously selling in general is not all about a big launch period. We can sell in subtle ways. We can sell in ongoing ways. We can sell outside of a launch. But what I will say is that when you're doing a launch period, so let's say you've got a period of a couple of weeks where your offer is open and you're putting it out there, those are the times when your brain can come up with all kinds of untruthful things about how good you are at what you do how much people like what you do, how much interest there is in what you do. So in anticipation, knowing that this safety mechan- mechanism is gonna try and kick myself into gear, especially when you're being visible, right? And when you're an introvert or when you're sensitive, it's quite normal to get like a vulnerability hangover from showing up a lot, from talking about something a lot. It's, quite, it's very normal, no matter what your personality is, to care about what people think and to worry about them judging you and to want yourself to be seen in the best light, right? So it's normal that this stuff comes up when you're launching, which is why I try to make as many decisions as possible ahead of a launch. So going into any launch, deciding how long the launch is deciding the prices deciding when I'm doing an early bird deciding what I'm going to say, I'm in a much better headspace to decide that stuff ahead of a launch. Now I'm literally in a launch right now. You've all seen me launching if you've been part of the free mini course. And I am so thankful to my past self for just deciding everything ahead of time there is no overthinking, there is no changing things around, I have decided and I'm following it through. And the number one rule is that we don't question the launch or debrief the launch until the launch is over. It could be very tempting to want to tap out of a launch, before you've really gotten to the last day of the launch, nothing is final until the launch is over. So don't debrief, don't change things. I mean, obviously, there is room for changing a little bit, but not don't don't go back on decisions that past you made from a good place. No debriefing until after the launch. Okay, so that was number two. Number three, when I'm in a period of selling something, so this obviously does apply a lot during a launch, but generally selling in general, when I'm selling anything, if I can get myself to a place of curiosity, I don't have to get to a place of complete confidence. I don't have to be confident all the time. I definitely have moments of it and moments where I'm less so. But the aim of the game is curiosity because when I'm in a place of curiosity, it makes so much more possible for me. Because any time I have a thought come up like, oh, I took up too much time in that live when I was selling my program, or I didn't do my program justice, or I wasn't very articulate when I sold my thing there, or I'm sending too many emails. If I'm curious, I get to ask myself, okay, what's going on here? What part of myself might be trying to keep me safe here? What's it trying to keep me safe from? What is this resistance trying to tell me? Like if you're a resistant to selling it in the first place? What else could be true? These are some of the key questions. Like what else could be true is probably my favorite question. If you've worked with me as a client, you probably would have heard me ask you this. Maybe even gotten sick of me asking you this, but it's a key, key question. What else could be going on here? And if you've been doing the free mini course, day five where we do the recode is so powerful for this as well. And number four, the fourth way in which I show up and sell with confidence as a sensitive introvert is I really have to be behind the transformation of whatever it is that I am selling. If I can be so behind the value of what it is that I'm selling, then it's so easy to realise that I'd be doing people a disservice if I didn't show up and sell it, right? That said, it's not easy to get behind the value of it, especially when it comes with like self-judgment, am I good enough, imposter syndrome... There's other people out there doing it better than me. So this is where, again, you get to you get to do the activities that allow you to believe you're good enough. You get to speak to a coach. You get to make a list of all the reasons why what you're doing is transformational. It's not something, especially when you're in a space where your brain is trying to keep you safe, your brain is going to come up with all the negative things. It's your job to actively be coming up with the positive reasons why your program is so transformational. And something I said yesterday when I talked about... um Uh, the key things I did for my offer ecosystem was creating aligned offers from a heart-led place. This is why, as a sensitive introvert, when you create your offers from a heart-led place, you are so much more in tune with the transformation. It makes selling easier as a result. You're not doing things because you think you should. You're doing things because they matter to you. So you get to connect with that transformation. You get to remind yourself. And It's not a one-time thing. You have to keep reminding yourself that I would be doing a disservice if I did not show up and sell this wholeheartedly. So again, I've gone through these points super quickly. There's obviously been a lot of inner work, a lot of mindset work, a lot of practice as well, actually, a lot of practical action and practice and experimentation that has gone into me learning this. But I just want you to know that it is so possible to show up and sell with complete confidence, I say complete confidence, moments of complete confidence. It's not 100% confident all the time. Like I said, it's a choice to keep deciding over and over again. But yeah, you have something so important and incredible to offer the world as a sensitive introvert. It is your job to put it in front of your right people. So let me know how that feels. Let me know your comments in the chat, on the replay or if you're watching the live stream. And I just wanna say that this is a huge part of the work we do in Rest and Rise. It's a huge part of the work we do one-to-one. If you're thinking about working with me, now is the time to do so. My Rest and Rise group program is currently 500 pounds off My one-to-one is going up by over 700 pounds. Both of the prices are going up on Tuesday. So if you're thinking about working together, if you're getting the nudge, if you wanna be supported with the practical side of the selling, the practical side of creating the aligned offers and the mindset, conscious and subconscious rewriting of these beliefs to show up and sell, Make more money and importantly, make the impact with the things that you are creating. Then get in touch. You can go to ruthpoundweight.com forward slash rest to read more about rest and rise. You can go to roofpound.com forward slash mentoring to read more about working with me one to one and just fill in an application form or send me a DM, send me a voice note, whatever it is. If you need to get answers to any questions, I promise you that I am not about pushy selling. And that is actually a bonus tip about selling. I trust myself that I will never be that pushy seller because I care, right? I will stand up for the value and the transformation of what I'm offering. I will push myself to show up in service of that, but I will never be the pushy, icky salesperson and neither will you if you are a sensitive introvert. So yeah, get in touch if you're thinking about working together. Now is the time. All prices go up significantly on Tuesday and I will never put any pressure on you. I just wanna make sure that everyone is the right fit for this incredible work that we get to do together. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Quietly Ambitious. If you have a moment to rate and review, know that it really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation, then you can connect with me on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite. Join me in the Facebook group or my personal favorite, sign up to my newsletter, Letters to Quietly Ambitious Humans. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to subscribe and keep doing what you're doing because your work really does matter.